your heart beat as well. Just one voice and begin to worship the king of kings let's begin to give him praise this morning let's thank him for waking us up to be at his presence the bible says this is the day the lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it father we exhort you ancient of days we magnify your name this morning for counting us to be among the living glory and honor be unto your name adoration be unto your name we thank you. We exhort you. For every member of our family, we thank you. We thank you for our nation. We thank you for our leaders. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted. In the name of Jesus, I want us to begin to ask for his mercy this morning. That the Lord will be merciful unto us. That as we go out, the mercy of the Lord will speak for us in the journey of today. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, let every works of enemy be destroyed in our lives. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, forgive us all our sins, O God. 
in the name of Jesus, in the journey of today, envelope us with your mercy. In the name of Jesus, we pray for mercy for our land. We pray for mercy for our leaders. Father, let your mercy prevail. In the name of Jesus, I want us to open our mouth and begin to plead the blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood. There is power to heal in the blood. There is power to save in the blood. I want us to begin to plead the blood. As we go out, the Lord will sanctify and cleanse us by his blood. In the name of Jesus, any form of defilement from our dream, let your blood begin to flush them out. In the name of Jesus, this money will destroy every satanic works by the power of the blood. In the name of Jesus, we cancel every negative dreams of the night by the power and the blood of Jesus. Oh God, let the blood of Jesus speak better things for us in the journey of today. In the name of Jesus, every evil agenda of the enemies against our lives, against our family, let your blood cancel them. In the name of Jesus, in the journey of today, let the blood of Jesus speak better things for our family. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to open our Bible to the book of Isaiah chapter 54. Isaiah 54 verse 13. That's where we are going to do our prophetic prayers. Isaiah 54 verse 13. The Bible says, All your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. I want to pray for somebody this morning, that all your children shall be taught by the Lord, in the name of Jesus, and the Lord will restore peace to all your children, in the name of Jesus. Number one, I want us to know that we are all children before our God. There is no one as old and as old that can be compared in age to God. And that will lead us to our first prayer point. We are going to crown to God and say, my father, because I am also your child. Let me be taught this morning. In the name of Jesus, in the journey of today, teach me to do your will. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Because the way to peace, the way to enjoy peace is to be taught of the Lord. Is to be taught of the Lord. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my father, because I am also your child, Lord, teach me to do your will. Teach me to walk in your way. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, teach me, teach me. What I don't know, teach me. What I need to know, teach me. In the name of Jesus, Lord, teach me to do your will. Teach me to walk in your ways. In the name of Jesus, because I am your child, Lord, teach me, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to pray for our children this morning. If you have children, pray. please pray for them. And if you don't have any child yet, pray for your future children. Because you will also carry your baby one day. In the name of Jesus, I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto God and say, My Father, let all my children be taught of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord Holy Ghost, teach my children. Teach them to do your will. Teach them to walk in the ways of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. This is prayer for our children. That God will teach them. 
in the name of Jesus, they will not be lost. In the name of Jesus, they will not become prodigal in their approach to life. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Father, we pray for all our children. Let them be taught by you, God. In the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost, teach our children to walk in the ways of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, teach them to do the right thing. In the name of Jesus, Lord, teach them to walk in the ways of holiness. In the name of Jesus, Lord, teach our children to follow the path of righteousness. In the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost, teach them. Teach them, O God. Teach them, O God. They will not be taught by the media. They will not be taught by the wrong people. In the name of Jesus, O God, teach our children. Let them be delivered from every form of wrong counsel. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to say a louder amen. I pray that this morning the Lord will teach our children. They will not be taught by the devil. In the name of Jesus, the enemy will not push them to do what is wrong. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry out to God and say, My Father, let every troubles, let every affliction in the life of my children be terminated this morning. Do you know some of our children, sometimes they are going through stuff. It is not everything they can discuss with the parents. Some of them have been tormenting their dreams. You know, some of them, sometimes the enemy are pursuing them. Some of them, they are, they are going through some mental stuff. I want us to lift up our, our voice and cry unto God on behalf of our children. That God will terminate every affliction, every problems in their lives that is making them not to make progress. Open your mouth and say this morning, let the problem be terminated. In the name of Jesus, let my children be delivered from the powers of the wicked. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Father, we pray for our children. Oh God, deliver them from every problem, from every affliction. In the name of Jesus, every power holding them ransom. Lord, deliver them by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Let every satanic bondage be broken in their lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, they shall be great. They shall do us plot. In the name of Jesus, our children shall be used of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, pray for them, pray for them, pray for them. Father, we pray that you will fill our children with wisdom. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, put their feet on the path of progress. In the name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The Bible says, all your children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be their peace. I want us to pray for peace. Oh my God, peace for all our children. And at the same time, we are going to pray and tell God to fight against every power fighting against their peace. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Let's begin to declare peace over our children. In the name of Jesus, we declare peace in over the over all our children. Let their mind enjoy peace. In the name of Jesus, we pray for peace for our children. In the name of Jesus, and let every power fighting against their peace be terminated by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, pray for your children. Pray for your children. Pray for your children. We pray for peace for our children. In the name of Jesus, peace like the river. Let it be their portion. In the name of Jesus, let them enjoy peace within. Let them enjoy peace around them. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, this morning we pray for all our children. 
Let them be taught of the Lord in the name of Jesus. And let every power fighting against their peace be terminated by fire in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that you will allow uh, calmness to, to be their portion in the name of Jesus. Whatever is troubling our children, Lord, trouble them in the name of Jesus. Thank you for answers to our prayers in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. I want to welcome every one of us to this morning prayer meeting. And I'm believing God that this morning the Lord will meet us at the point of our needs in the name of Jesus. Very quickly, I want us to open our Bible <coughs> to the book of uh, Luke chapter 19. Let's, let's read from verse 1 to 10 very quickly. The Bible says, Luke 19 from verse 1 to 10, Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Now, behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus who was a tax collector, and he was rich. And he sought to see him, who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd, for he was of a short stature. So he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him for he was going to pass that way and when jesus came to the place he looked up and saw him and said to him Zacchaeus, make haste and come down for today i must stay at your house so he made haste and came down and received him joyfully but when they saw it they all complained saying he has gone to be a guest with with a man who is a sinner. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give off half of my goods to the poor, and if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. Father, bless the reading of your word this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, we are going to still focus on verse 8 this morning. The Bible said, Then Zacchaeus stood, and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give half of my goods to the poor. And if I've taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. This morning, by the grace of God, I want to quickly exhort us on what I've titled Why Restitution is Very, Very Important. Why? Why? Why Restitution uh, is Very, Very Important. And just going to show us maybe four to five reasons and then we'll go and pray. I want us to know that when it comes to restitution, uh, that is the will of God for every believers. And I mentioned this yesterday that if our transformation will be complete, part of the process we need to go through apart from repentance is also restitution. Repentance will help us to receive forgiveness from God. And it will help us to, to allow peace to reign between us and God. But when it comes to restitution, restitution will help us to even receive forgiveness from men. And to restore peace between us and other men as well. And when it comes to restitution, restitution is a very important concept that we have to do as believers in the process of our transformation. Now this is part of what Zacchaeus did that make his transformation to be a transformation with evidence, to be a transformation that produces fruit. I want to pray that in the name of Jesus, 
that our transformation will produce fruit. In the name of Jesus. Now, what are the reasons why restitution is very, very important? Number one, restitution is a sign of genuine repentance. Restitution is a sign of genuine repentance. How do I know that somebody has changed? If they have done anything wrong in the past, maybe they stole something that doesn't belong to them. They will restore it back to the rightful owner. They will give it back. Restitution is a sign of genuine repentance. And that was exactly what Sakios did. To prove that Sakios has indeed changed. To prove that Sakios repented from all the evil he has done in the past. Sakios stood before the Lord and said, Half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore fourfold. Look at that. I restore. And, and because Sakios was able to do that, it shows that he genuinely repented from his sin. Many people today are, you know, they, they, are, they, are, they are praying for forgiveness of sin. They are praying for repentance. But they have not yet seen the manifestation or the evidence of, of change in their life because they are, they are yet to go through restitution. So one of the evidence that we have actually repented from our sins is that we are going to do restitution. The book of 2 Corinthians, I mean, Corinthians chapter 7 verse 10 from New Living Translation. The Bible says, For the kind of sorrow God wants us to experience lead us away from sin. Look at that. A, a genuine repentance will lead us away from sin and result in salvation. And there is no regret for that kind of sorrow. But worldly sorrow, or what is called remorse, which lack repentance, result in spiritual death. Godly sorrow result in spiritual death. Now, if you look at the life of, uh, of, of Peter and Judas, you can, we can use their life to understand the difference between remorse and repentance. You know, although Jesus told Peter, in Luke uh, 22, from verse 31 to 32, you know, Jesus told him, he said, Simon, Simon, he said, Satan has desired to have you that he may shift you like a wheat, but I have prayed for you. But when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. And indeed, indeed, in the same chapter, Peter denied Jesus. And then, you know, he was able to amend his way, he repented, and he was restored to the fold. Because he went through the process of genuine repentance. But in the case of Judas, you know, what Judas did was that Judas had a remorse for the wrong thing he has done. In the book of Matthew 27, let me show us something about Judas. Matthew 27, after, you know, Judas betrayed the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, the Bible says he felt bad for what he did. Matthew 27 from verse 3, the Bible said, Then Judas, his betrayer, seeing that he had been condemned, was remorseful. Look at that. He didn't repent. He was remorseful. He felt sorrow. He felt bad. And brought back the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priest and elders, saying, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? You see to it? Look at verse 5. Then he threw down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. That was what Judas did. Now, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 7, verse 10, a godly sorrow, a godly sorrow supposed to lead us away from sin and it should result in salvation. 
So what Judas did was that, okay, he felt bad for what he did. He has a remorse for what he did. But he was supposed to return to Jesus. But he couldn't go back to Jesus. Because what Judas experienced was remorse. The Bible says he went to hang himself and he died. Look at that. There was a time I was talking to a lady. And this lady, I think I, I, I must have... I must have, I don't know what happened, but the, the lady, we were just talking together. And then it, it, she, she, she said that um, at, a, at a point in time, when she was still young, she committed abortion. And she said, because of that, anytime she remember what she did, she will punish herself. She will, maybe she will beat herself up, maybe she will, but she said she always do something bad to herself to, to make her to feel bad for what she has done. And I told her, I said, you don't need to do that. Christ already paid for that sin. You don't need to, you don't need to punish yourself for, for the same sin that you committed that Christ has been punished for. And that was what Judas did. Judas did, okay, maybe if I can just go and hang myself, if I can just commit suicide, maybe I will punish myself for that sin and then God will be merciful to me. No, we don't need to do that. That's why many people are committing suicide. Maybe they have done something wrong in the past. And they, they want to make things they, they want to make things right and they felt that okay what i can do is let me just kill myself let, let me just punish myself you can't punish yourself even your punishment of yourself cannot take away that sin the, your punishment of yourself cannot make right what you have done wrong only christ can do the bible says a godly repentance will lead us away from sin a godly repentance will not lead us into sin and that's how we are going to know if we have genuinely repented or if we are just going through the process of remorse. Remorse, when you feel bad, it will make you to commit more sin. But genuine repentance will, will lead you away from sin and then it will lead you closer to God. Closer to God. Judas hung himself and he died. He thought he can punish himself for the sin he committed. I pray God will give us understanding in the name of Jesus. And for us to know that Judas did not go to heaven. You know, because I was asking the Spirit of God one time. I said, how do I know? And the Spirit of God led me to Hat chapter 1. If you read from verse 16 to 26, you will discover that Judas' position was, 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 was occupied by a man called Matthias. Judas, after Judas died, they, they had to replace him. Now, if you look at uh, James in Hat chapter 12, when James died, when James was killed by Herod, James was not replaced because he went to heaven. He died as a martyr. But because the place of Judas in heaven, you know, the, 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 the promise of God to the 12 disciples, to the 12 apostles, that their name will be at the gates of the, uh, at the 12 gates in heaven, because Judas did not make it to heaven. He had to be replaced. But when James died, James was not replaced because he's already in heaven. He's already in heaven. He died as a martyr. Then number two, another, another reason why restitution is very, very important is that restitution always restore our peace. Restitution always restore peace to our mind. Restitution always restore peace to our mind. Now, let, let me just share this maybe between those of us who are couples. You know, sometimes as couples, sometimes we... we, we we had conflict among ourselves. Maybe your wife did something wrong and you 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 took offense. You you were offended. You know. Do you know sometimes you may not you may not really uh, you know deal with them in the right way because you are still offended. But you will find out that 
at the time when you are not talking to your spouse, you lose your peace. Maybe until later time when you now talk to them and then you, you, you amend your ways and then you, you resolve the conflict. That is when peace will be restored back in our heart. And that's what restitution will do. Restitution always leads to peace. Peace of mind. Peace of mind. Do you know sometimes, you know, after we have prayed that God should forgive us, if we don't still have peace, it may mean that God wants us to go further and amend our ways with men that are involved. Because today, many are asking for forgiveness from God. Yes, God might have forgiven them. God must have written up that sin. But what about men? What about men? What about men? And that's why we need to we need to be careful with sin. It is better not to commit sin than, than to even be repenting. It's better not to commit sin. Let us let us just run away from sin. Let us just run away from sin. Because the consequence of sin is so bad. It's so bad. Even if God has forgiven us, I want you to listen to this. Men may not still forgive us. Men may still be holding that sin against us. And that's why it is better not to even sin. Not to even sin. But if we discover that after we have prayed and said, God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for what I've done, and we don't still have peace, let us consider restitution. Maybe we need to talk to the person we have, we have offended. Maybe somebody that we stole from them, we need, to, we need to approach them and say, this is what I do. Please forgive me. Even if they say, no, I'm not going to forgive you. I will kill you. Let them do whatever they want to do. But, but in as long as that will restore our peace, let us take that steps. The book of Romans chapter 12 verse 18, the Bible said, Do all that you can do to live in peace with everyone. Look at that. As long as it lies within you, live at peace with everyone. Because making restitution to go, I mean, going through the process of restitution, go a long way towards restoring peace and unity. Then number three. Why is it important for us to go through the process of restitution? Restitution is an application of the second greatest commandment. The second greatest commandment. And that's the commandment about love. About love. Restitution is, is an application. How do I know that I really love God? I will, I will amend my ways with men. Because today when some people say, well, God has forgiven me, God has forgiven me. But what about men? What about men? What, have, we, have, we, have we amended our ways with men? The book of Matthew 22 from verse 37 to 39. Look at what the Bible says. Matthew 22, 37 to 39. Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And this is the first and great commandment. And look at verse 38. Verse 39 rather. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hangs all the law and the prophets. So loving our neighbor as ourselves, if we love our neighbor as ourselves, we only do to them what we want them to do to us. So sometimes restitution is an application of, of, the, of, of the law of love. Uh, restitution, yes, when we love somebody, we want to amend our ways with them. We want to amend our ways with them. Then number four, why is restitution very, very important? I want you to listen to this one. Restitution will help us to ensure that we will, we will not repeat the same sin. 
restitution will help us to ensure that we are not going to go back to repeat the same sin. The reason why many people are, are living in sin, even though they are asking God to forgive them, is because they have not gone beyond repentance to restitution. And that's why they keep going back to the same sin. And then they are asking for forgiveness. They have not yet gone through the process of restitution. The book of Proverbs 26 verse 11, the Bible says, As a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his foolishness. Look at that. A fool repeats his foolishness. A genuine restitution or a genuine repentance will help us to ensure that we don't repeat the same sin anymore. It will help us to make sure we don't repeat the same sin anymore. The book of First Kings chapter 15 verse 5. Uh, we, we all talk about it because some people will, will use the excuse of David. They say, well, David was a believer. David was a man after God's heart. And David uh, slept with Uriah. I mean, with the wife of Uriah, uh, Bathsheba by name, and things like that. Now, do you know that one sin that David committed became a, 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 a spot. It became a dent on his life. Look at what the Bible says about David in 1 Kings 15 verse 5. I want us to read this. The Bible says, because David did what was right, in the sight of the Lord, and had not turned aside from from anything that He commanded him in all the days of his life, except in the matter of Uriah the Hittite. That but was still in his life, although he did every every other thing right. But that one sin that he committed became a but in his life. Look at that. Although he amended his way. Although he did what was right, but that became a but in his life. And that's why, uh, let us run away from sin than to be dealing with the remedy of sin. I pray God give us understanding. So that restitution will help us to ensure that we don't repeat the same sin. Now, after David committed that sin with Bathsheba, there was not, there was not any account given about David that David was sleeping with other women again. That was the only one sin. But some people today, they, they will repeat the same sin 1,000 times and they will still be quoting the example of David. As if David, David was sleeping with 10,000 women all over the place. No! It was just one time. And that one time he did it, the consequence was so bad to the point that God told David in 2 Samuel chapter 12, he says, sword will not depart from your family. Sword. And that is why in the, in the land of Jerusalem today, there is war. They are not totally at peace. If you go on pilgrimage to Jerusalem, they are always at all their military men, all their soldiers, they are placed in position all over the places. They are always at alert for battles because of what David did. And that's why we need to fight against sin. Let us run away from sin than to be dealing with remedy of sin. But when we do sin by mistake or by commission, and we, we go through the process of restitution, it will help us not to repeat the same sin. That is what matters. That we stop committing that same sin. Then number five. Number five. Restitution will also help us to move on. Restitution will help us to what? To move on. There are some of us that we have been tied to our past. Some of us, we are still suffering from the guilt of what we did in the past. Some of us, we are still suffering from the condemnation of what we did in the past. And the reason why we are still having that guilt, the reason why we are still feeling bad, is because we have not gone through the process of restitution. After restitution, a genuine restitution, we help us to move on. 
to move on. Look at Zacchaeus. The Bible says in, in that Luke 19, the Bible says when, when Jesus went to his house, the Bible says people were complaining. They said, this man is a sinner. Why is Jesus going to his house? He's a sinner. He's the one that did this. He's the one that did that. Now, now, Zacchaeus did not argue with them. Zacchaeus was not saying, no, I'm not a sinner. I'm not. He didn't argue with them. So what he did is this. All those people who are calling him sinners, in their presence, he, he stood up and before Jesus Christ. He said, if I have taken anything by false accusation, among those of you who are here, come out and I will give you fourfold. And half of my goods I give to the poor. Now, he did that and that settles it. Sarkios does not need to worry about people that will be blogging about him. I said, oh, Sarkios did this. Sarkios embezzled this. No, even if they blog, let them blog it. Anywhere they want to blog it. Sarkios move on. Sarkios move on. The reason why many are still living in the guilt of the past is because they have not gone through the process of restitution. What are the things we are guilty about? What are the things we have done wrong in the past that is still bringing condemnation to our heart? Have we gone through the process of restitution? Is God asking you, is God asking me to call that brother, to call that sister and say, this is what I did. I stole this from you. I'm sorry. I'm ready to give it back. Please, please accept my apology. Let's take that step and move on. Let's take that step and move on. Instead of living in guilt and condemnation, Instead of allowing the devil to torment us, why can't we just amend our ways? It's just one time. What matter is that we have been forgiven by God, but for us to enjoy peace, for us to have unity, for us to live at peace with our fellow brethren, let us take the let us take the step of restitution so that we can move on. The book of Isaiah 61, verse 7. The Bible says, instead of your shame, look at that. After we have amended our ways before God. After we have gone through the, the process of restitution, look at what God promised us. And this should let us move on. Don't live in your past guilt. Don't continue to condemn yourself after you have asked for forgiveness and you have done the appropriate restitution. Move on. The Bible says, instead of your shame, you shall have double honor. I want somebody to say amen to that. And instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess double and everlasting joy shall be their portion i want to pray for somebody this morning the lord shall restore your joy in the name of jesus the lord shall restore your peace in the name of jesus i want us to go and pray we are going to lift up our voice and say my father lord help me to bear the fruit of genuine repentance the fruit of genuine repentance sometimes it could be restitution how do I know that I have repented from that sin? I might need to go through the step of restitution. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, in the name of Jesus, help me to bear the fruit of genuine repentance. Let the fruit of genuine repentance begin to manifest in my life. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth, let's open our mouth, let's open our mouth. Father, we pray that you allow the fruit of genuine repentance to begin to manifest in our lives in our heart in the name of jesus open your mouth open your mouth father we pray that you allow the fruit of genuine repentance to begin to manifest in our lives in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name we have prayed i want us to lift up our voice and say my father let me have an encounter with you today look at that 
encounter with, with, with Jesus, we produce repentance. Encounter with Jesus, we, we make us to, to, do, to go through the process of restitution. It will make us to begin to bear fruit worthy of repentance. I want us to pray for that encounter. That was what that was what Zacchaeus had. The crowd did not have encounter with Jesus. It was Zacchaeus. Even Judas, he was following Jesus. Judas was among the disciples that were following Jesus. There was no there was no no genuine repentance. I want us to lift up our voice and say, "My Father, let me have a genuine encounter with you today." In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Open your mouth. Only genuine encounter can produce transformation. Yes, yes, yes. Only genuine encounter with Jesus can produce a change, can produce transformation. I want us to lift up our voice and say, in the journey of today, Lord Jesus, I want to have an encounter with you. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Masataya Lagaba, I pray for genuine encounter. Genuine encounter that will produce the fruit of, of, of repentance. In the name of Jesus, the, 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 the genuine encounter that will produce change and transformation in our lives. Let, let us experience it today. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry out to God and say, My Father, this morning, let the joy of salvation be restored to my heart. Look at that. David prayed that prayer. He said, you know, this was in Psalm 51. You know, David wrote that psalm after he, he, he committed the sin uh, of adultery with, with Bathsheba in 2 Samuel chapter 11 and, and chapter 12. And in Psalm 51, that was where he, he, he talked to God. He, he fell bad. He repented. And David said, he said, restore to me the joy of your salvation and do not take away your generous spirit from me. I want us to lift up our voice. That's Psalm 51 verse 10. We are going to cry to God and say, my father, let the joy of salvation be restored to my heart this morning. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Father, we pray that you will restore unto us the joy of salvation. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. For some of us, we may not experience that joy until when we genuinely repented from our sin. Until when we go through the process of restitution. But I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, let the joy of salvation be restored unto my heart. In the name of Jesus, I want to be joyful again. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray for the grace to, to go through the process of restitution. Where and when it is necessary. Please, don't deny yourself of the peace of God. Don't deny yourself of the joy of God. Don't deny yourself of, of, of the blessing that comes with restitution. If you need to do it, please don't hesitate. I want us to pray and say, my father, give me the grace to go through the process of, of restitution when and where it is necessary. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth, let's open our mouth. Father, we pray that you help us. You will give us the grace to go through the process of restitution whenever it is necessary and when it is necessary in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to place our hand on our chest. We are going to pray and say, my father, let, 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 let my peace be restored. Look at that. Restore my peace, O God. Let peace be restored to my heart. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Father, we pray that you will restore our peace. In the name of Jesus, we pray for peace of mind. 
let our peace be restored. In the name of Jesus, in any way we have been troubled, Father, we pray for peace, peace. Restore peace in our hearts. Restore peace to our hearts. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray for dominion over sin. Dominion over sin. Now, I, I said something earlier. It is better not to sin than to be committing sin and, 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 and then going through the remedy of, of, of the sin we have committed. It's better to stay away from sin. It's better. It's better. And as a believer, a believer will not intentionally go and sin or tempt God. Do you know, I, 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 I've seen some people, they will say, well, I'm a believer. I can do anything I like. You know, even, do you know, do you know even some believers will say, I, I can put tattoo on myself. And they, they will say, they will be saying, well, I, although I have tattoo, don't condemn me. Some will do all kinds of rasca, rascally things. And they will say, well, don't look at me like that. Uh, it is my heart that matters. What, what, what? Where did that thing come from? Is it not from your heart? Don't let us deceive ourselves. Some people think once they are once they are believer, they they are, they, are, they 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 can just do anything. No, no, we cannot do anything we like. In fact, our life is not our own anymore. That's why that song says, uh, uh, "I give myself. My life is not my own." I give myself, I give myself away, I give myself unto the Lord. Our life is not our, we cannot just wake up and say we want to do anything we like because we have a master who is in charge of our lives. We cannot just do anything and say, well, the grace of God will cover for me. What kind of grace is that? When you knowingly do what is wrong, no, no grace will cover for any sin we committed intentionally. There is no grace for that. There is no grace for that. I want us to pray for dominion over sin. I want us to pray that God will give us the power to walk in total dominion over sin. And God will break the power of iniquity in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Father, we pray for total dominion over sin. Masataya lagaba. Lord, break the power of sin over our lives. In the name of Jesus, let the bondage of sin be broken. In the name of Jesus, Lord, plant the hatred for sin in our hearts. Yes, I want somebody to come to God and say, Lord, plant the hatred, 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 hatred for sin in my heart. Let me be delivered from the power of iniquity. In the name of Jesus, I want to walk in dominion over sin. Lord, empower me by your Holy Ghost to walk in total dominion over sin. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray and say, my Father, Lord, give me the grace to walk in love with everyone around me. As believers, we are supposed to be a loving Christian. You know, I, I mentioned something uh, yesterday, you know, in the 90s, in the 90s, among believers, we, we, they call them SU. You know, some of them, they, they don't even smile. Because one of the signs of holiness back then is you have to frown your face. You have to frown your face. You don't, you don't greet anybody. Especially maybe they don't attend the same church. You can't. Everybody has sinners. That, uh, that you are the only one that is holy. That is not Christianity. That's why people like that, they can't influence others. That's why they can't win any soul. Because love, we are supposed to walk in love. 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 Love without boundary. Love without condition. I want us to pray and say, My Father, in the name of Jesus, help me to walk in love. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. 
Father, we pray that you help us to walk in love. Help us to walk in love. Help us to walk in love. In the name of Jesus, with people that we know, with people that we don't know, Lord, help us to walk in love. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray and say, my Father, is there any conflict in my life? Lord, help, help me to resolve the conflict. Help me to resolve the conflict. If there's any conflict in my family, if there's any conflict in my life, Lord, help me to resolve the conflict. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Father, we pray that you help us to resolve any form of conflict that we, we may have going on in our lives that is affecting our peace, that is affecting our joy. In the name of Jesus, help us to resolve the conflict. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And lastly, we are going to lift up our voice and say, My Father, as I go out this morning, let your presence go with me. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Let every mountain before me begin to melt at your presence. In the name of Jesus, in the journey of today, I shall go from strength to strength. I shall go from glory to glory. In the name of Jesus, I shall possess my possession. In the name of Jesus, nothing will stop me. Any power that may want to stop my progress, Lord Jesus, rise up against them and destroy them. In the name of Jesus, let your will be done in our lives in the journey of today. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise for answers to our prayers. Lord, as we go out, let your power and your presence go with us. Lord, we pray that you will give us the grace to do the necessary restitution that we need to do for peace, for joy, and for love to be restored. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, let the power of iniquity be broken in our lives. In the name of Jesus, help us to walk in total dominion over sin. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. This is Yeah.